0: What's up guys, welcome to the Humans of MarTech podcast. His name is John Taylor, my name is Phil Gamash. Our mission is to future-proof the humans behind the tech so you can have a successful and happy career
1: in marketing. For today's main takeaway, well, let's start here. The marketing landscape is vast. The marketing technology landscape of doom has as many vendors as there are stars in our galaxy. (laughs) The T-shaped marketing model is good for folks early in their career, perhaps. I personally think it's too regimented, formulaic, and encourages marketers all to acquire the same set of skills. Albeit, there's a lot of uniqueness to it with your breadth and your depth. However, today, I want to propose something different. I propose a marketing constellation. So bear with me like our ancestors staring up at the night sky, you can use your imagination to come up with your own constellation of skills. Maybe your skill set is an archer or a bull, or maybe it's a lion. Maybe it depends on the season of your career and what you're being asked to do in your current organization. The point is, is that the perspective you take is the skills that you bring to the table.
0: Love JT. I'm excited to to chat about the the t shape marketer. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know a little controversy here, but Phil, like, can you start? I know you have a background in teaching. Walk everybody through a little bit of what the t shape model is all about. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so for me, I I love the T-shaped model. Honestly, like I'm I'm a fan of it for for kind of introducing this to to new marketers that aren't really necessarily aware of like all the channels and kind of the areas and and the foundation elements of of marketing that they need to know. So, like I do admit though that it's it's a very simplified version of kind of your your potential areas of focus, but. Uh, I kind of first learned about the T-shaped model from an article that Brian Balfour wrote in in 2014. And he was one of the first ones to kind of describe the learning path for growth marketers. And he kind of encouraged them to see progression uh, shaped kind of like a T with three levels. And so like, you can probably Google like T-shaped marketer model and and you'll find his, you'll find Buffer. Uh, I think, um, you know, a bunch of other companies did one. When when I was at Clipfolio, we we redid the, the model as well. But so there's three levels with the first one that he released there's a base knowledge marketing foundation and channel expertise and the base knowledge is kind of like non-marketing specific things that you should know so think of like Behavioral psychology, uh, basic analytics, like positioning, design and UX, storytelling. And then the next foundation level is marketing specific stuff. So, um, you know, understanding things that are used across channels. So like new marketers need to understand the basics of experimentation, uh, graphic design, maybe like the basics of copywriting, funnel marketing, HTML skills. And then marketers, like once they have those first three levels, like a breadth of base uh, on those two foundation levels, then you get into channel expertise. And this is where most marketers eventually like have to make a choice, like which channel they're they're going to dive into. But here's where we have like new channels and emerging channels, but think of like Facebook ads, social SEO content, email. Those are all the channels that, that kind of dive into there. So that's that's kind of like the the TLDR on the T shape. So, what what is it that like you you dislike about the T shape the most?
1: <laughs> yeah, I've gotten cranky about it a little bit on on the show in the past, and I want to be I want to be super careful here. I think it's actually a very useful model on two different spectrums. The first one is uh, for folks who are just starting out in your career and you're trying to figure out how do I plot my development. And particularly if you're working in an environment where you're like a solo marketer or you're part of a very small team, I think it's important that you do have a breadth of skills. Um, the other one I think it's useful for is actually developing a team, right? Like As, as a leader myself, like looking at the, the skill sets that presented on my team, I could easily present that as a T-shape and say, this is what my T-shape team looks like. To accomplish my objectives, I need to get a breadth of, of skill sets. However, I do get a little cranky about it, and I, I'm, I, you know, I'm a bit of a grouchy guy sometimes about this stuff. But the reason I get I get grouchy about it is that I, I don't like pigeonholes. I don't like um, the idea that uh, we simplify our skill sets, um, that we gloss over things that may be actually super valuable within your skill set. Uh, prior to hitting the record button, we were kind of talking about this and. Um, like the idea, uh, you know, I work four days a week right now, the, the one day a week I, I have off, I dedicate towards kind of personal professional, um, growth. And typically this might go against the grain a little bit. Typically I'm not opening marketing articles. I'm not reading about, you know, SEO or other areas that are part of my skill set right now as a marketer, I'm actually working on development stuff. You know, I'm doing JavaScript tutorials and things that are totally not related to my, uh, career, but are they? And so mm-hmm. this is kind of where my brain goes is, is if we only look at, at your skill set as, you know, a very regimented and simplified T, we might be missing things that make you super unique in the workplace, right? Like, for instance, me learning a little bit of uh, programming and JavaScript has allowed me to have a- incredibly competent conversations with technical folks on across the team. Is that, you know, a valuable skill to have on a marketing team? I'd say so. I think I think a lot of marketing leaders need to be more technical than they are, um, particularly when you're working with developers and engineers who are very technical. And when you want to get a project done, understanding, per, for instance, why isn't it done? You know, um, how complex is it? You know, are we moving from vanilla JavaScript as our front end to a React framework? What does that even mean? Why is that valuable? How do you pitch that value to people internally? Mm-hmm. It's not it's not on the T-shape, right? You wouldn't want to put JavaScript skills on a T-shape because it's complete. It could, by and large for me, it's ancillary to what I do on a daily basis. However, when you're thinking of your own career, and this is kind of my pitch towards this is when you're a marketer thinking about your career, how do you go into a job interview and and explain yourself? Hey, I'm a T-shaped. I've got like a seven out of 10 on SEO, a five out of 10 on social and all this, but it's not actually the case. You want to go in and I think you want to own the conversation a little bit differently. Like, yeah, like my constellation is a canoe with a bear hanging out of the back of it. Like only I see that perspective, but I'm here to tell you and help you enlighten you on what that is and how that why having, you know, a canoe with a bear hanging out of the back of it is valuable to your organization.
0: Hello, man, that's a, that's an awesome rant. I totally agree that it, it like as a model, it, it does like pigeonhole marketers and kind of like suggest a path um, that they might have to take. And it could, can simplify the skill sets that you could kind of carve out in, in your career as a marketer. Um, I think that like the model itself is, is made to, to simplify this. Like when you think of the, the, like comparing the the T-shaped model to like a, a constellation, I love the constellation analogy because like. There's literally like so many different paths uh, that you could go in and become a growth marketer, or a digital marketer. Like you talked about dev skills, like I love to, to talk about like advice on career paths by, by thinking of my career in, in this like Venn diagram. So like all the constellations that you have in the sky, like try to fit them in and figure out like where that Venn diagram is. Like I have three buckets. One is like what I'm good at. So like what I've done in the past that like other folks have told me that I'm good at more than like the average or whatever. The other box is what my team needs right now. So like what my current company is looking for, what are the holes on um, my current team? And the third one is what I enjoy doing. And so for me, like advice, ideal advice on career paths is finding like the, the niche in the middle of that Venn diagram stuff that you enjoy doing that you're good at and your team needs. And that's way more important than like looking at the T-shaped model and like figuring out, oh crap, like I'm, I'm missing a bit of skills and paid ads. I should learn the basics of that. Like uh in terms of advice on career path, like I'd focus more on that Venn diagram itself, but yeah, I get that. Like it could be a, a bit of an oversimplified model for sure.
1: Yeah. And let's talk about, I think there's one part of that Venn diagram. Like I think everybody can agree with like, yeah, you have your strengths. That's cool. We all know we kind of get our strengths. You have what you like, you know, because you put your headphones on and you lose three hours to it. So I think those are well understood, but as you progress in your career, I think the third one that you talked about is really interesting is what Role you'll have. What does a company need from you? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is this is kind of can be touchy, right? Because sometimes you get a job and you're not really doing something you love to do, but it's what the company needs you to do. And like I think back in my own career, for instance, like one of the the top articles I wrote many years ago uh, for now the the now uh, archived inbound.org, which was actually one of the top posts of, <laughs> yeah. of I think all time for them, was how what we learned from spending a hundred thousand dollars on Facebook ads. Um, most people listening to this cast have probably, you know, I've never mentioned Facebook ads, but like back in 2016, 2017, we were killing it on, on Facebook ads. I was down in Toronto getting consultant by like Facebook advisors. We had a, a our own consultant who did like multi-day sessions with us. We were spending like crazy advertising, becoming experts, but like, I'll tell you, like, I never, I never, woke up thinking, oh man, I love Facebook ads. I want to be the best at Facebook ads. And I went off to marketing profs and actually did a talk on, on Facebook ads and I haven't touched it since, right? Um, but that's what the company needed f- for me at the time. And it was an opportunity. And I didn't say no to the opportunity because, you know, oh, it didn't fit my career path. I, I, I fit it into my, my skill set because, hey, I'm I, one of my skills on the, if I was going to say in the T-shape or on the constellation, one of my skills is the power of improvisation. I can improvise quickly and pick up digital marketing, you know, channels very quickly. And this, this goes, you know, in other scenarios as well, right? Like in my, and maybe this is part of why I get cranky about it is in my own career. I've seen the fact that like, I've done so many different things and have been a principal expert on one area. Whereas, you know, most people recognize me for something else. Like when I left Clipfolio, uh, I went off and did marketing operations consultant uh, was a marketing operations consultant for marketo with marketo and it's like uh, that's not necessarily where my career is right now. I'm, I'm a people manager, I'm a director. I'm uh, you know, I do a lot of SEO and content, but it's it's where I'm needed right now. So I think that's really important for us to to, to think about with with respects to the constellation Venn diagram or T-shape
0: yeah, man, I love it. Um, like I, you were walking through like stories, and like I was thinking of like things for for my career as well. Like I, I totally get some of those ideas. Like I went when I was at Close, um, like a big focus for us was integrating all of our tools together, and we were using Segment, and there was a lot of JavaScript and Python code, and I needed to to get. A bit more technical very quickly and like this is something that like my team needed from me and like what I was doing on the side was like doing segments uh at university like learning more about like how the tracking worked how our systems work together but um you know I'm no longer doing that because I'm starting uh, a new gig and like that's not really like part of the new role anymore and so I get to like focus a bit more on on what I enjoy and what I think I'm I'm good at and I realized that you know part of my decision to to move on from closes that, like I, I, I didn't enjoy doing the stuff that um, my team needed me to do as much as um, I should have or, or enjoyed doing in the past. So yeah, I like that advice.
1: Yeah, and I think this this is something that will evolve over time. And I think if you are going to plot a skill on the constellation, one skill that I think every marketer needs is uh, ability to learn things quickly and to recognize, you know, are you the best person to do that? Right. Um, I do agree with. Lots to do with the T-shaped model. I say grouchy, but as tongue in cheek. But some of the some of the value of having this T-shaped model is that there are base level skills that you should have as a marketer. And I would argue that as a digital marketer, a Martech market human these days, being a quick learner or somebody able to you know learn something with a certain amount of depth, absolutely a, a skill set. And if you're a job seeker or going into job seeking mode. I think having evidence of that is, is really important. Like saying, Hey, like you like, just go back to your story. Like, Hey, I I need to learn segment. I I'm never going to be a JavaScript or Python developer, but I went to the university and now I have a certification to show that that's the value of certifications. In my opinion, is demonstrating that you are a lifelong learner and that's going to go further than saying, you know, I'm a nine out of 10 on Facebook ads. And, you know, instead saying like, Hey, I can learn anything. Uh, I'll put my mind to it. And, I've learned other things in the past that I think are equally difficult and here's some, some evidence towards that.
0: Yeah. I didn't actually do the certificate, but I love, uh, I love your advice there though, for sure. So, um, Kind of going back to the T-shape there. Like if if you were like hiring for a marketer on your team and and someone starts off the interviewer, they start off their cover letter by saying that they are a T-shaped marketer. What does that mean to you? Like what are the first thoughts that that come into your head that aren't necessarily overly cranky?
1: Yeah. I mean Not cranky at all. If somebody, so if if you listen to this cast and you apply to a position uh, in the future and I'm across the table and you feel like representing yourself as a T shaped marketer, own it, right? Uh, And that's totally fine. My first thought is a generalist, right? If you're presenting yourself as a T shaped marketer, you're a generalist. So you, you could be fit into all kinds of different roles that would be very valuable to an organization, a general digital marketer, somebody who can support technology across, across the funnel, super, super valuable, nothing wrong there. Demand gen, you know, somebody who's basically, I see a digital marketer who's incented to work with sales and to help drive MQLs uh, over to the sales team or something like a growth marketer, right? A growth marketer, I think, I think uh, Brian Belfer originally developed this thinking of growth marketer, somebody who's going to need to be able to pull from uh, all kinds of different disciplines to to uh, access you know uh, accelerated growth. Like, hey, I'm an SEO, but I can also do Facebook advertising. It doesn't really matter what I do. What matters is the outcome. And I mm-hmm. think I think if you're going to present present yourself as a t-shaped marketer or really think of yourself as a t-shaped marketer don't think about where you have depth or breadth think about where you drive results
0: i like that so for you like someone that says they're a t-shaped marketer you think more of like, maybe they have like a specific skill somewhere in one of these channels, but the value of the T shaped marketer is that they have like a general base across some of the foundation elements or core concepts and, and base of, of channel. I actually see it a bit differently. Like, if, if someone, like, we're throwing out buzzwords here, but if someone was saying that they're a full stack marketer, that's mm-hmm. where I would like consider them to be a bit more of a generalist because, like, to me, full stack is like they're really good at a lot of stuff, but not a major at anything. Like they're not an expert in anything, but if someone says they're a T-shaped marketer, to me, they're at least an expert in one channel. Like they've gotten that experience of getting like a baseline across like the the T's at the top. Maybe they have a foundation of some of the channels. They're maybe able to wear that generalist hat, like in a startup, because like they have experience across channels, but they come to the table with experience, like a deep T somewhere. And like maybe one or three channels, like maybe it's like a little bit deep, and like SEO and content and, and web optimization, but uh, maybe like the T-shaped marketer is someone a bit more like me. Like I consider myself to be a T-shaped marketer because my like deepest channel expertise is our- in email and analytics. And like, I'll totally agree that like my vertical T for SEO is like very, very small. And my vertical T for JavaScript and dev skills is like very, very small. Right. So, um, I don't know. Like, those are really interesting. Like, what, what, what do you, what, what comes to mind when I say like a full stack marketer? First of all, do you hate that term?
1: <laughs> I know I'm all lined up. Like, how, <laughs> just how, how grouchy can John be at, <laughs> uh, at, at nine o'clock in the morning without enough coffee? <laughs> Uh, I like I actually don't mind the idea of like this, this whole uh, front full stack or, you know, front end like marketer marketers, I think, um, whether they know it or not tend to mirror a lot of what's happening on the development world. Um, like you, you talk to people like, yeah, like, oh, I run, like you see it in advertisements, like I run an agile team and i'm thinking agile methodologies where are are have been in development for years and now it's becoming very prominent uh within within marketing teams this idea of full stack like full stack developer like what's a full stack developer somebody who can do back end and front end and so like i think we've talked about this in the past on the show but i've i've often thought about like marketing ops as kind of front front end and back end right you got to have some some marketing ops on the on the front end to help you with your SEO you know uh, you know optimizing your site like that's kind of a lot of SEO is front-end right making sure that things work and then you kind of have that middle that middle stage like your forms your your event management your your front-end analytics your Google analytics and tag manager and then the back end kind of like your marketing operations within your CRms or your your automation platforms so maybe when I see here full stack i i expect immediately technical right mm-hmm. um when i and i think it's it's a fancy way of trying to reinvent ourselves a little bit yeah. um but i don't disagree with it i, I think if we're going to do it we have to adopt it across across the the organization and across the industry I, I think the other part that comes to mind is like when do you need these types of roles right like some organizations really do need somebody with like you said like t shape. You're presenting one skill very strongly or maybe a few skills very strongly um, and some breadth. But at what point do you need to evolve past that? Like, what point do I need, you know, a director of marketing operations or, you know, director of SEO? Like Mm -hmm. the the T-shape, I think, works for a certain size of company um and then it starts to break down when you need more specialization like you at a certain point you're running a 50 person marketing team you're going to want to have your product marketers you're going to want to have your SEOs your 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 ops team and, and so on broken down by different skills and i think uh, you know uh, personally if i was recommending at, when people ask me career advice i do i do tend to veer towards specialization i think that having right now in the industry and we we were talking about this just before we got started on the cast today is like Right now, in my opinion, there's like this hiring frenzy that's happening because so totally, it's an, a, an employee's market out there. If you're looking to change jobs and get a raise, you're, this is the time to do it. Uh, and having specialized skills, I think, is a really good way to differentiate yourself in the market today, like being a generalist and something that's relatively easy to acquire skill sets in is, is one thing, but being a a specialist or an expert in an area that is harder to acquire skills is probably more important to me right now. Like somebody coming in with marketing automation and a depth there, uh, definitely very competitive on the job market.
0: Yeah. I love, uh, let's unpack some of the stuff you said there. Like one of the things that, um, like maybe we can dive in a bit is like using the T-shape model for like a company's perspective. Like we, we talked about like how it could be used for giving advice on uh growth marketing career paths and like where you can kind of specialize. But I love this idea also of kind of using this as a baseline for the team. Like you can look at uh, Brian Balfour's uh, T-shape, but Buffer did their own um, like team T-shape. So they looked at like uh, the channels that are like most important to them. So like they, they looked at the core marketing foundation skills that are important for like their customers and like the the strategies that they're employing like buffer is very very into video so video for most companies would be like a channel in like the third level of a t but for buffer it's one of the core foundation skills like they want everyone on the team to be well versed in video and how to do like a a quick video or whatever so like every company can kind of like make the the t-shaped marketer their their own buffer has a a template that you can use in in Canva to kind of customize it. So I like it as this model to, to to shape the team and to also like help onboard new folks on the team. And so new people know like these these are the core foundation skills that I need to learn a bit more about. I'm kind of a bit rough on storytelling and, and UX design. Like maybe I'll I'll get caught up a little bit there. But uh, yeah, companies can totally make the G shape model, um, you know, their own. And the other point that I wanted to make there is. Um, like we we call it the T-shaped model because like it's like advice to to specialize eventually, like at that vertical T in one or two channels but it doesn't have to be a T like your self-assessment of the T-shape as you're kind of like growing those T's and channels, like your T-shape JT is like way more like a W or an M. Like you're, you're deep in like so many channels because of the breadth of experience that you have and your career can take many different paths. And so, yeah, like it's called the T-shape model, but you can be a W, you can be an M, you can be a box. If you're a generalist, like it's, it's just be like a, it's meant to be like a simplified model to, to help Carve out that career growth.
1: Yeah, totally. I think mine looks like a more like a little like a blob or a block across, <laughs> across the whole thing, kind of medium level skills across across the whole area. And this is where I go with the constellation because I think it's probably somewhat of a reflection of like, well, I dabble so much in in, in fifty different things and I spend a lot of my career in in leadership. So for me, reconciling my career, looking at T shape, I'm like this, this, this doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't feel natural to me to look at this. I would prefer to say I actually have like bright spots across my skill set, and when it comes to to how I apply those skills, that's why I like a constellation, right? Like our ancestors look up the sky, and you could have 50 people look at the sky and come up with 30 different you know variations of what they're seeing in the sky and i think what matters is is we have all come to the big dipper and uh orion based on the idea of this common myth mythology and when you're a marketer your job regardless of what your skill set this would be the breadth of the skills is being able to tell stories and and it starts by telling a story about yourself so if you're looking at your skill set you need to be able to weave the story together that like you know just use myself as an example like pretty, pretty depth on, on SEO, SEO would be a core strength of my marketing operations as well. But, you know, I find myself in positions of uh, managing other people as well. So obviously there's some skills there that, that uh, are, you know, a combination of necessity and and a preference for myself. So depending on the scenario, this is particularly relevant for, I think, being confident in a job uh, interview or something like that is saying like, Hey, you know, today I'm a tiger, but if you need a kangaroo, I can also be a kangaroo and it doesn't violate any principles. It doesn't break the model. In fact, it enhances the model. It's a feature of of the marketing constellation model that I'm proposing is that we are able to inject a little bit of agency into how we see our careers and manage our careers without feeling like we need to be regimented and develop breadth or depth in, in one specific area.
0: I love it, JT. You heard it here, folks. Think of the marketing T-shape and as less of this model that's regimented and formulaic, You can and think of your marketing career as more of a constellation, right? Uh, our ancestors starting up at the sky uh, used our imagination to come up with our own constellations. You build your own career. There is no set path for you as a growth marketer or a digital marketer. Uh, you can kind of make it your own. So I'll talk to you guys very soon.